0: Blob Talk Radio.
1: You're listening to Grounded Roots with
0: Sam Black. Sam is a certified psychic medium, wellness coach, and is the executive director of Grounded Roots Wellness Incorporated and is your answer to finding
1: wellness in every area of life.
0: This is your host, Sam Black, calling in live from Niagara Falls, Ontario. And, you know, Grounded Roots of Sam Black really is an extension of the wellness center and the practice that I live each day here in Niagara Falls. And we're all about bringing wellness into every area of life. And part of bringing in wellness is also doing some soul mending, doing some healing, and really encompassing that into the mind, the body, and the soul And I'm so excited today to be welcoming my special friend, Lindsay Marino. You know, I whenever I talk about Lindsay, I always say genuinely, this is one of the most beautiful souls I've ever met. She is one of those people that is genuinely beautiful inside and out, and she just radiates healing and love so I'm so excited to have her on the show today with us and we're going to be talking all about soul mending and how you know we really have shifts within our lives that we didn't plan for but how beautiful things can come from them so without further ado Lindsay welcome to the show thank you so much for having me Sam I'm so excited to be here Oh, wonderful. Thank you. I've been, we've been wanting to do this for a little while, so I'm so glad that this happened for today. And, uh, you know, you have your own radio show, and you're making a transition to video podcast. Yes, I am really excited. Actually, this is the first public announcement with the
1: name. Um, it is, the new video podcast is going to be The
0: Unlocked Heart. I love that. I love that. That's I'm awesome. I'm so excited and you about it. Get that started.
1: I, by, with everything kind of finished up, I would say early April. So Very it's going kind to of come exciting. up really, really fast. Very yes, exciting. I'm so just excited.
0: Your springtime and birth and new beginnings, it's a perfect time to air that. I know. I know. It's funny how
1: everything does line up. We were just talking about that before. And it seems like mm-hmm. things are moving pretty quickly.
0: Absolutely, but you know, these gifts come to us for a reason, so it's just exciting to welcome them in. So, Lindsay, if you can tell everybody a little bit about yourself, so you're a psychic medium, but you haven't always been, can you tell everybody a little bit about your transition? Sure. Okay, so it's been an interesting journey because I actually was a third grade teacher for over
1: seven years, and I had plans on retiring as a teacher. That's, that was what I was imagining, but life definitely shifted things for me. On my second day of teaching, I was supposed to meet someone um, to babysit for a family friend. His name is Nick, and we had plans on getting married, and that night he never showed up to the house that we were supposed to babysit at, and he passed in a motorcycle accident. After that, everything shifted in my life. And I still was teaching, but I was receiving messages from him and really uncovered something that I had within me, and it brought me to a whole different place. A huge spiritual awakening took place. And after really being busy with giving readings and talking about spirituality, it was time for me to shift from the public school to my full time business of teaching people how they can uncover their own gifts and give readings to people around the world.
0: I love that. I love how you've done that shifting. And I mean, I know you fairly well. So I know like this was not just an overnight journey for you. You actually right. had to go through mm-hmm. that whole grieving process. But at the same time, you were getting these beautiful messages from Nick, which is so wonderful. Yes, and I think that's important to bring up. So I'm so happy
1: that you did bring that up because we've known each other now, Sam. It's been a few years, I think, since we met. (laughs) And even then, I I feel like I'm consistently just growing and learning every day. I think that's what we're here to do and evolve over time. But in 2007, when this happened, I really was just waking up and going through the motions of life. It was not... A good experience. If, if you knew me back then in 2007 when I was going through this, and even later than 2007, you'd think that I was a different person because I was really just waking up and, and I was in a big fog during that time where I was not excited about the future. I could only think about one moment at a time. So it really took me a while to uncover Um, different, the gift that has been within me, but also we have, we all have this gift of really tuning into our own intuition, um, but tuning into our own soul. And I think that if I didn't take the time to actually go through the pain, I would be in a totally different position than what I am, where I'm at right now. It's it's so easy to numb yourself during that time, but I really did go through it.
0: Absolutely, it is. And, you know, that's where we have those pivotal moments in life where we, we make a choice, right? We make a choice to stay in that darkness or to try to look for the stars. And I love the way that you, you did that. You went through the process. You felt the pain, but you intuitively knew there was something more waiting for you.
1: Yes. I did. And it's interesting because at the beginning, I really couldn't see past that day. I usually, I would say, okay, let me get through this moment. Let me get through this morning. Let me get through this afternoon. And that's how it happened. And the people that were close during that time, they understand how, what I was like during that time. And I remember going to show up to school to teach third grade, and I want to say it was later in the first year of me teaching or maybe even the next year, everything sort of blended together during that time, and one of the teachers looked at me and she said, welcome back, and all I was doing was just walking in the hallway, and I guess I smiled or there was a different look inside of me that there wasn't before, and she sensed it, and that was eye-opening for me, even looking back at, at the time. Um, I started to realize, wow, you know, I really, there was a piece of me that was gone. Um, and I still believe that it went away. And I think a new, uh, something evolved within my soul that was within me, but it was uncovered and there were layers that were taken off.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I can totally see how that would happen. And it's just magical that welcome back. I had a very similar yes. Experience with recovering with the brain injury. There was a time when I wasn't really present. I don't know how else to explain it. And Mm -hmm. I think it was just even shortly before I met you, Lindsay One of my friends said those exact same words to me: "Welcome back." And I remember Ah. looking at her and saying, "What do you mean, welcome back? Like I've been here for an hour?" And she said, "No, Mm -hmm. for months. You've been gone for months." And I just saw the real you peek through again. And oh my so gosh, those are just awesome. magical words. And the fact that you said that, I now have shivers because I am like, I've heard that. Me too. And there's no such thing as an accident, right? So um, I wonder how many of our listeners have heard welcome back in their journey. It's because, wow, those are now magical words to me. I'll never forget that. Yes,
1: it is really powerful. And it's interesting because I never really, you know how there's certain moments where things you get reminded of moments. This was probably the first time I ever shared that with anyone. I don't know if I've ever talked about it before, so it sort of just popped
0: up in my mind. That's wonderful. You know, it, it always happens for a reason. So can yeah. you tell us a little bit about some of the messages that you were receiving? Because I know you received several messages from Nick, so if you could maybe share a little bit about that. Yes, definitely.
1: So I remember one of the first moments was a visitation. So it was soon after he passed, and I woke up, and I saw him at the foot of my bed. And I actually saw him in the same hat that he always wore. It's a Hurley hat. I actually have that hat here still. Um, And I saw him standing there, and he didn't say anything, but it was very clear. I could see his eyes. I could see him just like you and I. And I closed my eyes, and then I opened them back up, and then he was gone. There was, other, there was another moment where I was sleeping, and I had a visitation from him. So my soul felt his soul could feel the essence of his soul. I saw him in this state of, um, I was sleeping, but my soul was able to experience him. So everything was heightened, and he was communicating with me very simple words and telepathically he communicated very clearly you won't see me for a while but I'm still going to be around you and there was something soothing about that message for me because I was in deep deep grief this was at the very beginning of him passing I want to say that was the first week maybe the second week but I can't quite remember at this time Um, And when I heard those words, I remember trying to beg him and ask him questions and say, wait, what do you mean, and try to ask questions, and he just stared at me. And I felt his love and his energy, but there was no answer back from what I was trying to um, ask him. It was more like an understanding, like just remember those words. Those words have stuck with me. Um, And it's something that I'll never forget, and the feeling and the love that I felt during that time and the reassurance that he was never going away. So those were a couple of experiences. There were plenty of other ones that still continue to happen, and I see hearts everywhere. I've seen them in puddles. I've seen hearts um, in, well, I cracked an egg for a friend, and it, the yellow, the oak, the yoke was in the shape of a perfect heart. And she said, I always see that you find these hearts everywhere on your Instagram and you post all these pictures and now I'm right in front of you and I'm in total shock. And, I mean, I've gotten black and blues on me that were in the shape of the heart. Um, I've had freckles, beauty marks actually change to the shape of the hearts. So there's been different moments where I'm nudged to see these hearts and smiley faces. Um, Those are the two things that have popped out but there were plenty of other signs, even people that I came across. I'm walking in a store and I overhear conversation and there's been messages for me in in that and in in music.
0: Absolutely. And I think people take for granted those little messages as though, oh, that must just be a coincidence. But, you know, I can honestly tell you there's no such thing as a coincidence. We're given these messages as Yes, and I love that you look for them and you are open to them.
1: Yes, it's really kind of funny because some people will say, "Well, why can't I see hearts?" And I think once you know that you can open up to the frequency of tuning in to the signs that are already around us, um, you're going to start to notice a different world. I'm really big on abundance and how, you know, the Energy is around us. Happiness, love, money, um, beauty is all around us. And once we tune into that frequency, your whole life has shifted completely.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Those are absolute true words for anyone listening. And, you know, if you haven't experienced that shift yet, it might sound a little wacky. But I promise you, stay with it because... There is something to it, and certainly we've experienced that as well. Yes. Yes. Even this lining up with us
1: communicating too, I feel like there was an unseen energy that that brought this, you know, to be about to connect and, and do this show today. For anyone that's listening, I feel like that right there, there's an unseen energy that helps us throughout our days
0: absolutely absolutely and you know i really love how the symbols that people will see or the messages people receive they really are unique to you because i know you're at you were saying some people have asked you why don't they see hearts and mm-hmm. i've had people say to me too you know you've talked you've you've talked about feathers before you've talked about hearts you've talked about butterflies you've talked about all these symbols why don't i see them and i said well you yeah. know i'm not really sure what what your sign is. And I had a reading with them about a week later and the grandfather kept giving seagulls and I wasn't sure what that was Mm. about. You know, I just kept giving the seagulls and she said, well, that doesn't make sense because my grandpa called them dirty birds. Like he, you know, Uh so then when she was speaking with her grandmother, he actually helped a wounded seagull and nicknamed it dirty bird. So then when he saw seagulls around throughout his life, he said, oh, there's the dirty birds. And so she had interpreted that as a a negative, but really the back end of the story, he was trying to share that story from his youth with her. And she said, you know, it's so weird because I got a gift and it was seagulls and a lighthouse painted on a painting, but I don't have that theme in my house. And then someone else gave her something else with seagulls on it. And, um... You know, it was in Saville Beach, which is a beautiful beach here in Ontario. And the symbol there is Sunny the Seagull. So it was just really oh interesting gosh. how it all came about. And she said, wow, like just that little shift in understanding. She said, if my grandmother hadn't told me, I would not have been able to understand what, what you were talking about. She said, but just getting that clarification from my grandmother, it totally made sense. So I love that. I oh love how its Oh my gosh, that's amazing. so beautiful. Yes, I, I love
1: that you brought that up because it's true. When, and usually it's not that we're searching for it. It's just there's something that we're meant to see and we're nudged to pay attention to it. I love that story. Yeah. Another thing that was interesting, I'm sorry, I was going to say another thing that was interesting too is over the, the years, this happened, Nick passed in 2007, but I've actually seen his face in water, and another thing that's kind of crazy just recently is bacon grease. On his death anniversary, I was cooking bacon the night before with my husband, Um, and that's a whole other story And how my husband and I, Tony, met, and you know Tony, Um, Mm -hmm. but I walked down the stairs uh, that next day, and we left the the pan out, and it had the tinfoil on it, and we didn't put it away, which we should have, but it was a good thing that we didn't. I walked down the stairs, and I was on the phone with one of his family members as I was doing this, and this was on August 21st. And I looked down, and I went, oh, and it was like I, I don't even know how to describe what happened in my whole body. I looked at the, the foil from a distance, and I could see his profile in the bacon grease, a perfect profile, and I sent a picture to his family, too, and they couldn't believe it. So it's interesting what can pop up. I love that. Yes. So I've seen it in water, a reflection of me. You know, when he first passed, I was taking a walk by the water. I'd always go to the certain area. Perfect um, picture of his face. And then, again, with the, the bacon grease, <laughs> the most random places. But it's interesting how it happens.
0: And, you know, one thing that I always share with people is that when we're not looking for love, we find it. And I yes. think that totally resonates with this. When we're not looking for love, love should mm-hmm. find its way to us. And so yeah. I love that um, he was able to show himself to you. And certainly, again, that's such a random thought. Who would have thought, right? But it I is know. Your, I know. your soul to take over rather than that earth brain. And you can really see what's there for you. Yes. Yeah it's so
1: true and I think just listening to this conversation whoever's listening right now whether you're listening or you're you know, hesitant to receive your own signs or you're not sure how it's going to come about us having this conversation is going to open up your mind and heart and soul to something that's already within you but you're going to start to see different signs that will pop out so just kind of pay attention this week
0: sorry you cut out there for a second Lindsay can you repeat that last part Sure. sure.
1: So I was going to say everyone that's listening right now, I feel like there's a reason that you're listening. And I believe that you will see signs this week just because your frequency has changed and you're open to receiving.
0: Absolutely. And, and being open to receiving is really huge, whether you're looking for messages from spirit, whether you're looking for to increase abundance in your world or more reciprocal mm-hmm. relationships, being open to, to receiving is the key to all of that. So many people, you know, they're genuinely beautiful souls, but they give, 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 and they're not open to receiving. So they wonder why it's not coming back to them. And that's the key right there, just to raise your vibration, to be open to receive. And yeah. certainly messages will always follow. That's so true. That's so true.
1: I fully believe in the, the law of compensation, too, where you really do, like you said, you, when you're giving, it, it needs to be um, an equal reaction of receiving. So just being willing to be open to receiving that Absolutely. will create that balance.
0: Absolutely. So my favorite story of messages that you've received from Nick happened when you were at work teaching. Oh, okay. Are Maybe you thinking of the mind? children?
1: Yes. I, I. Okay. Yes, I was gonna say because there's two things I could think of in particular that stand out to me, but I've had tons of them. Um, I wonder if it's the one with the the child coming up to me, drawing a photo of Hawaii. Yes. Was it that one? Okay. Yes. That one.
0: Yes.
1: Okay. So I have I have the student, this little third grader. That was one of those students that I just loved so much. He got himself into some trouble. Usually, he was either talking or out of his seat, very fidgety um, little boy. But I loved him. I just—he had a special place in my heart. And he came up to me one day and he said, "Miss Marino, I drew you a picture, and it was a story. And with the story, I still have it. I wish that I." Each time I tell the story, I always wish that it was in front of me. But he drew a picture of Hawaii, and Nick and I were actually supposed to go to Hawaii. We were both drawn to Hawaii, and we were supposed to go. Now, this little boy didn't have a clue that, that Hawaii was meaningful to us. Um, and then he wrote a story about pancakes, and I, he said banana pancakes. And banana pancakes were something that really stuck out to me because Nick knew that I loved banana pancakes, and pancakes were a big thing. Even eating pancakes at dinner time. And when he wrote this story, he shared that Nicholas and Miss Marino are going to Hawaii. Nicholas and Miss Marino are eating pancakes, and the only thing that the kids knew was because um, was that Nick passed and because the principal came in and shared that with them and they were my little angels. They always, they didn't even realize that the things that they said were messages from him. It was like he was coming through them and I knew it in my heart, you know, that feeling where you just have goosebumps and you just know without a doubt, this is a message from the spiritual realm. And I think it's so special with that, with the story, with him drawing that picture and, and sharing details that nobody would know.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I love that story. And part of it is because a lot of times we grown ups take for granted the messages that come from children. And they're yeah. so open and so insightful. It's often passed off um, like fairy tales or imagination or storytelling. And really, the messages they share are so beautiful and important. So that's part of the reason that I love that story so much, because you had these little angels coming to you, sharing messages, and you were open enough to receive them.
1: Yes, I love them. I I absolutely love children because they don't censor themselves. And it's true. As we become adults, there is this thing that comes about that we just kind of, some of us, you know, shut off from that that world of, I'm putting in quotes, imagination because really they're just messages from the spiritual realm, I believe. Um, and I think it's funny because as we get older, it's almost like we tried to bring that thing that we shut off over the years back. I have a lot of people coming mm-hmm. to learn how to uncover their gifts all over again. And I say, you know, you've never lost them. They're always within you. Don't feel like you can't get them back because you just need to be aware that they are available to you. And it's pretty interesting how that happens. And I I truly believe that the children are our teachers and um, it's important to pay attention to their messages.
0: Absolutely. And I love that you're sharing the fact that everyone has these abilities inside them. They've just been turned off. So it's about learning how to turn them back on and be open to receiving them again. And I know myself included, I have a lot of people, you know, one, one lady in her seventies, you know, saying, okay, I'm ready to be open now. I want to learn how to receive because I know that I'm missing that magic from childhood and that ability to connect and I've lost it. And I don't want to leave this lifetime not having that intact. And, um, yes. you know, it's beautiful to see that. And we all have the ability to access all of this. It's, it's already belonging to you. You just have to be open to receiving it. That
1: is so true. And I, I'm sure you've seen this, too, with some other people that you've worked with, that people are craving that spiritual connection. They're craving purpose. They're craving that feeling of oneness and love and some sort of connection. And Absolutely. I think it's a, it's just so important to know that it is available. It's not something that you have to get. It's just something that you have to be aware of.
0: Yeah, it's so true. You know, even um, when I'm doing some business coaching, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. clients can be really in their head. And, you know, I'll yes. bring in a little bit of spiritual and like, uh, no, no, no. And I'm like okay not a problem Mm -hmm. We don't have to do that but if you'd like To try something new We really need Mm -hmm. to integrate the mind The body and the soul together You know But it's up to you when you're ready And sure enough they'll try and they'll be like Oh my goodness like I feel like a kid And I always say good Mm -hmm. good We want you to feel like a kid that's where creativity Lives and that's where openness And all of that comes into play So you want to feel like a kid, no matter how grown up you are. There's always that little childlike that wants to shine. That is so, so true.
1: And it's funny because thinking to children, they really, it, it, I'm, I'm thinking of kindergartners because I used to teach kindergarten right when I got out of college. I was a permanent sub. I was just getting out of my internship and I needed to work with this group of kids and. Really, they have no fear, no filter. They're not embarrassed. They're just, you know, they just say it like it is and do whatever it is that they want to do. And I admire children that do that. I think over time, I would say maybe even into the teen years or preteen, you start to feel self conscious at times. And I don't know why that age it comes up. I'm not really sure exactly. I don't know the meaning. why why it happens that way. But I feel like it's interesting to look at these children and to keep in mind that the children are the closest to the veil. You know, they're the closest ones that just came from the spiritual realm. So it's important to pay attention to what they're doing, saying, um, what they're yearning for. You know, when kids go outside, they want to be barefoot. There's a reason for that. It's important to ground ourselves. So I just, I always talk about how whenever I go outside, I pass a swing set. I will always sit on the swing and swing on the swing set. If there's a trampoline, I'll always jump on it. And I just think it's important to do those things. I don't feel like there should be an age limit on, you know, when you stop doing
0: those things. Absolutely. You know, it's so funny. I was in LA a couple of years ago for a coaching conference for the Certified Coaches Federation. And our last night there, my friend Jolie and I took some other coaches out for dinner. So we went to Santa Monica Pier and out for a walk. And sure enough, we walked by a playground. And Jolie and I both just look at each other and, you know, sparkle in the eyes. And we're like, come on, let's go. And, you know, the other coaches (laughs) that were with us were like, for real? Like, for real, it's 10 o'clock at night. You want to go play in the playground? And it was the coolest playground. We had such yeah. a great time, you know, um, playing on the swings and on the spinny chair that. and Wilson hills and going down slides. And, you know, those don't have an age limit, right? So, yes, so
1: that I'm is so true.
0: Have fun. have fun. That playground was there to be played on. So I love that you do that. That is each so time true. Yes,
1: Very
0: exactly.
1: and I love that you gave that example too, because a lot of our Our ideas come when we're having fun, too, when Mm -hmm. we're in that high vibration.
0: Yep, absolutely. Absolutely it does. So what were you like as a child? Were you receiving messages then? It's funny because when I was little, I remember growing up
1: always having outer body experiences. So I would say around the age of three or four because I remember which house I was in when it started. And I remember one time I had this um, outer body experience where I would float over my grandmother and my mom, and they were bringing the groceries in the house. And at the time, I I used to love Wonder Bread. I don't know if you have Wonder Bread in Canada, do you? Yes, we do. You know, with the, okay, okay. So you know the the red, the yellow, and the blue circles? Well, I I used to live on peanut butter and jelly for for lunch I just loved it so for some reason I whenever I had outer body experiences I was always holding on to balloons and they were usually red yellow or blue so I remember holding the balloon and floating outside above my mom and my grandma as they were bringing in groceries and I felt so free and I was so excited that I was floating and flying But the only bad part about it was they couldn't see me or hear me when I tried to get their attention. And I remember that. And as time went on, I continued to have those outer body experiences. I remember one time I was in my house, and I'm from Massachusetts. So I was in Massachusetts, and that day I wasn't feeling well. So I was sleeping. It could have been around 5 o'clock at night. And... I floated down the stairs and saw everyone setting the table and getting ready for dinner. I looked at the clock, and then I went back up into my bed. I floated up the stairs and went into the bed, and I actually jumped back into my body, and I walked down the stairs thinking that maybe that was a dream, and I looked at the clock, and it was one minute later from what I had just seen, and they were just about to sit down for dinner. So I realized that I did have another outer body experience. Um, That's incredible. Yeah, it's really sort of interesting. So I guess I wasn't aware that I could connect with the other side. I wasn't aware that I could connect with past loved ones. But I was very quiet as a little girl. So I was always on the swing set. Everyone always said, I wonder what Lindsay's thinking. You know, there was always something going on in my mind. Um, I was really quiet, but I was also really moody at times. So when I was little and, and my mom would, you know, share stories of me around the full moon, I would get moody around the full moon. And she's like, uh-oh, I think there's a full moon out because if I was acting moody, she knew uh, what, what it was like outside. So it, it's funny to think back about it because it makes sense that I would be moody around the full moon because um, of energy-wise. Yeah, because you have I'm always... So yeah, I do. I take on a lot, of, a lot of stuff. I know how to handle the moon now, though. I use it to my advantage <laughs> with that high energy. It's a good thing. Um, but I guess when I was little, I didn't really understand, you know, I didn't understand what was going on. But I remember when I was little and even into college years, still, people come to me and ask for advice. And I thought it was just giving advice. And I remember family members would say, my mom would always say, how do you know this? You know, how how is this coming to you? And I always thought it was very easy. Well, I realized after that I was connecting on an intuitive level and I was getting information that flowed, but I was very tired after talking to people, giving advice. So I was exhausted all the time. And now I understand how
0: to handle that energy. Absolutely, and that's so important because knowing how to handle that and also how to plan for it too, because certainly in our day-to-day lives, we have, we have people that we love and we want to be around, but they certainly draw a lot more energy than other people do. So learning how to really balance that's been so critical for me in the last few years. Yes, it, it really is important. And then once you
1: get it down, it's amazing. And it's funny because, you know, we were just talking before we went live about float pods. And I fully believe that you can help your energy um, and cleanse your energy and be energized when you take that time for yourself to sit and sometimes going to things like, you know, the float pod and laying in there. That's something that I've done, and I just love it. It seeing your posts online, I'm like, I need to go back and, and go in a flow pod <laughs> soon because I just love it. I love that you have that in your wellness center because I truly believe in that.
0: Oh, I just, with the flow pods, I can't get over all of the different elements of healing people receive in there. And while we're talking mm-hmm. about the spiritual and energetic, I have so many people who go in and they say, I was so heavy when I got here and I feel light now like I feel like something was yes. in there pulling stuff out mm-hmm. of me and it's yes. so interesting because they'll say I consciously I know I was in there by myself but I could swear I had somebody in there pulling all this heaviness off me and I feel so light now and it's just oh, so gosh. beautiful to see the different reactions of people when they're leaving the pods and um, yeah it's really cool I float i probably float four to five times a week. I aim for the five, but it doesn't always happen. Mm-hmm. And yes. it has been absolutely life changing for me to have a float Oh plastic. my gosh. Um, it's, oh, I wish it's I had one in my house. I know. <laughs> I know yes. Wouldn't that be perfect? <laughs> yes, I know. that would be.
1: I know. Because people have asked you, you know, to meditate. Oh, how do I
0: get one of these? And, uh, you know, they're, they're a very large investment but yeah. um, totally worth sharing. So I, I love that we mm-hmm. brought those in. And it was actually the last, um, the last addition to our planned treatments were the float pods. And because mm-hmm. initially we weren't having them, we didn't know about them. But as soon as I started researching, I said, no, Chris, we need to have these. And they're actually the first service we brought in. So wow, like that worked out.
1: Yes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, I love it. it. It was meant to
0: happen, definitely. Awesome. So, Lindsay, you've been doing some, You obviously you do your readings, but you've also been doing some teaching. What What's happening yes. with you with your teaching? Okay, so
1: I actually do a lot online. I will be coming. Um, I know you're in Canada, and you're not far from Buffalo, right? Buffalo, New York? Okay. Okay, because I will be in Lilydale in person, Lillydale, teaching about connecting with your own past loved ones using automatic writing and different strategies to really tune into your loved ones. And that will be in July. Yes, and those people that can't come in person, I have a lot of free classes on my website um, where I teach about intuition and mediumship, and there's some paid classes too. I have an exciting thing coming up where my students for my program unlock your inner medium. It's an eight-week program about connecting with past loved ones. Um, they're going to be going on a retreat, so some of them booked the retreat, and that's in April, which I'm so so excited about. So I have oh, a lot of things so like that. fun! Yes, it's going to be very healing and. I just feel a huge shift coming, um, and I think that that's just going to propel everyone to the next level. So I'm excited about that.
0: Oh, that's fantastic! And yeah, I'm going to keep my eye out for when you're in Lilydale because I take my students on a field trip to Lilydale twice a summer, and so oh. I'm hoping to coordinate our our day in mm-hmm. Lilydale with when you're going to be teaching. That's my goal, so that I can that introduce you. That would be to magical. You yes so that's what I I'm hoping to do yeah mm-hmm. so um, cause yeah Lily deals an hour and 20 minutes from me so yes. it's oh, really yeah. not far. providing yeah. things a while when well okay. we cross the border it doesn't take long at all yes I know it's funny how just
1: one little area which I need to renew my passport because I want to be able to come to you but I, I need to renew it it's funny how fast yes. past 10 years can go too <laughs>
0: You know I actually have to renew mine as well mine mine expires in April, but we have to i think we renew ours every four years or five years oh, so, um, okay so yeah it's more frequent, but definitely it's so nice being so close because there's so many different opportunities. And certainly, you know, if you're able to come here, I have some people I'd love to introduce you to because Niagara, we just really attract a lot of beautiful spiritual souls. I don't know if it has something to do with the water or what it is, but wow, what a community we oh have gosh. here. I love Canada. I, I haven't
1: been there in a while, but I love it. I went to the Canadian side of Niagara Falls um, I'm actually going to be going there. I don't know the exact dates, but I'm doing a speaking event in Canada, and I want to say it's in Vancouver, so I don't know how far away that is. Is that on the other side? That's probably it is. That's on the very west. Far. But
0: that's really exciting. You'll have to let me know when you're yes. doing that. Because I have some friends. I don't send that way. I was just in Vancouver three weeks ago. Oh, my gosh.
1: Okay. I yeah. will keep you updated when I know details.
0: Oh, perfect. Perfect. So tell me a little bit more about what you've been up to and where you're shifting to. Because, you know, it's, it's. when we first yeah. met, we were both graduating from Lisa Williams um, yes. International yeah. School of Spiritual Development. And, mm-hmm. you know, we've both grown so much from there. So what are you hoping, yes. what's your next level you're hoping for 2017?
1: Okay. That is a great question. I have had, I've been sitting on a book for, it's been 10 years, actually. (laughs) I was writing in a journal and it was becoming a book in 2007 with my story and the signs from Nick and that evolution and how I met my current husband because of Nick Um, and we were linked together and how love can never be broken and it connects us all. And that book is in my heart to be finished in 2017. I have a lot of in-person messages from heaven events, um, and I have my, my courses that are really, really busy. I have a brand-new deck of oracle cards that I'm so excited about, um, and they are healing messages from your past loved ones. So those are the huge things that are happening right now, and then the podcast, of course.
0: Oh my goodness! I'm so excited for you, but I'm also like smiling inside because I'm doing very similar things. So i, I love working with the very talented Victoria Hayat to, or her yet to create my grounded roots intuitive guidance deck. So that I'm hoping to release this year. Um I also have been sitting on two books, the one I have been mm-hmm. sitting on since two thousand and four, um, and the other one I have been writing since the accident I was in, um, all about healing, but then I also have a third book about healing with the chakras. So I really oh. am hoping to be releasing at least one this year, but definitely two by the end of next year. So um, I love how we're in sync that way. And I, too, have been loving I my evenings with spirit. Oh, my goodness. What a fun night out. Yes.
1: Oh, it is. It's something so different. And I think being able to touch more than just one person at a time is huge, too.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, I really love the one time I went to one of these events with John Holland. And he had said, some of you will get letters And the rest of you will get postcards. And I just love Mm. that because even if you don't get a direct reading at one of these events, definitely Mm -hmm. messages will resonate with you. And I hear it time and time again. They'll say, Sam, I know you were talking to that lady on the other side of the room, but it was like you were speaking to me. I know my father came through. and They're absolutely right. Their father did come through for them. It's just that that other person may have needed the direct message to get it. So I really love that. They're so powerful.
1: Yes, I I so agree with
0: you. I love that. Awesome. So how can our guests connect with you, Lindsay? Yes. Okay. So thank you for asking. They can
1: go to lindsaymarino.com So it's L-I-N-D-S-A-Y M-A-R-I-N-O dot com. And I have everything on social media too. My Instagram is Lindsay Marino medium and then my Facebook page is Lindsay Marino, um medium. So you can see on there and I think we're connected online too, Sam. So I'm sure everyone's following you, but And you can always go to the free classes that I was sharing about. They're on my website. You can click the button that says start here and see all of the free classes. There's intuition for business, intuition um, in 30 minutes, and then mediumship classes too.
0: Oh, I love that. And definitely on the description of this show, click Lindsay Marino and you'll go right to her page. I've already set that up for you. And if you're um, wanting to connect with me, please feel free anytime at www.groundedrootswellness.ca or stop on by Grounded Roots Wellness. We're on Montrose Road. And also, I'm also on all the social media outlets, but definitely Facebook is a great way to connect with me. I have two pages there, Grounded Roots Wellness Inc. And also... Sam Black, Certified Psychic medium. And so that's it for today. It's flown by. Thank you so much for coming, Lindsay.
1: Sam, I love talking to you all the time. And I'm so grateful that everyone's listening and that we can connect. And I can't wait to have you on my podcast when it comes out.
0: Awesome. I can't wait, too. And we'll have you back again when you get your book finished.
1: Yes, definitely. Definitely. Wonderful. Thank you
0: again. Thank you. Okay, everyone, it's time to go. I hope you have an absolutely beautiful day. Do something kind for yourself. You're absolutely worth it. And we're sending you lots of love and healing wishes.